You're listening to Accent On with Alona Europa, right here on LA Talk Radio. Hi, this is Ilona Europa and Accent On on LA Talk Radio. Obvious, I am now in London, so my show is coming to everybody from my London studio, but my guests are from all around the world. How lucky we are today. I cannot believe. I'm so excited for the show. Oh, I have with us amazing artists and friend. I will say we know each other for so, so many years. So mm-hmm. talking with him and he's calling from Toronto, from Canada, as the biggest honor for me. So welcome to the show, Johannes Lindstedt. Hi. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. So I need to really tell people a little bit about you. So I will start and you can add whatever you want a little bit later. So over 325 million streams on Pandora radio to being named Canada's guitarist of the year to winning eight best album awards to seven top 10 US billboard charting albums and winning the people's Choice Award in the UK, Johannes Lindstedt has become recognized internationally as one of the best-selling guitarists in the instrumental new age jazz and world music genres. So of course I'm reading that because I want to do the justice to everything what you represent. And one more time I say, I miss you. Last time when I saw you in person, you were in Los Angeles. So now you are in Toronto and this is your home. Can you tell us a little bit, a little bit about your journey, life journey and why Toronto? Well, I was born in Canada, so that's basically why I'm here. Um, I also live part-time in the Dominican Republic. I have always loved the tropics, palm trees, the ocean, sandy beaches. That's really my vibe. And I think that comes through in my music as well. Um, and I've been very blessed with music that it's, uh, it's taken me around the world to, to the Middle East, to all throughout uh, the Americas, um, Europe. And I, I've just been very blessed to travel quite a bit. Of course, in this moment, we, everybody's jealous because nobody's traveling anywhere anymore. Yeah. I got lucky. I went with my daughter, Natasha uh, Mira to Paris two years no traveling Amazing. so I cannot even imagine for you who loves to travel and you take your inspiration from so many beautiful places in the world then yeah. right now you are probably a little stuck in your amazing studio but not really stuck because what you are bringing to us today with you your new album yes of 2021 summer release of your new album Can you tell us a little bit about your new release, the title of the album, Mm -hmm. musicians who are part of the album, and to tell people right away that they are so lucky because you'll be playing live from us, live, one of the songs of the album. So take it from here, talk about your album and everything what you can share with us. Absolutely. So the new album is called Bohemian Strings. It came out this summer and it's my first album since I believe 2017. So it's been a long time in the making. Uh, In the meantime, I've been writing a lot of music, performing all over the place, traveling a lot. Um, And I guess a lot of people during lockdown had more time to to work on things. I actually had less time, unfortunately, because I had some personal issues that I had to take care of and still taking care of. Um, But I had, it's not because I didn't have enough music. I had, I have so much music that I, I don't think I'll even have a, a, this lifetime to record it all. Um, I started recording it probably in around 2019. And I was hoping to have it out in 2020, but it was a, it was a slow process, but sometimes that's okay. Sometimes good things take time. I was blessed to find a lot of wonderful musicians around the world, including a a wonderful um, singer from Southern France. You mentioned that you were in France. 
and uh, he has that that gypsy voice, like the Gypsy King's kind of voice, nice and raspy. And that actually took me a long time to finish that song because I really wanted this particular song on the album. It's called uh, Baila la Rumba Gitana, but I could not find the right singer for it. I, I sing a little bit, but I just did not have the right voice. I tried and I tried, but I could not get the right sound out of my own voice. So I spent quite a bit of time trying to find a singer, um, going online, asking people if they if they knew any anybody, um, talking to some flamenco groups, and nobody could hook me up with a singer. I was actually quite surprised. But then luckily on Instagram, of all places, I, I managed to find somebody, and he gave this song the, the finishing touch. Um, I also have musicians from the Dominican Republic, um, a great bongo player, that's uh, been on, I think, the last maybe three of, three or four of my albums. Um, musicians from Greece, Australia, Lebanon. Uh, yeah, uh, just all Pal over the place. Palestine, Canada, Australia. Palestine, yeah. yes, Palestine. That Dominican is Republic, which this yeah. is your second home uh, yes. in a way. So you really, really are bringing so many flavors of so many cultures. And uh, how did you put the album together? I know that whole world, music world right now is in a way lucky. We can record ourselves in different places, but still mm -hmm. the final touch need to be done by you. Or maybe you had a chance to work with some of the artists in your own studio. How did you put this album together? 2019, 2021, almost two or a year and a half in the making. So could you tell us a little bit practically how you finished this album? So when I, when I start recording an album, I usually play almost everything. Um, I record the bass, a little bit of percussion, of course, the guitars. I do some programming. I also play piano. And I kind of put down the, the foundation of the song. And I listen back and I say, hmm, what instruments would sound good? And there's a few songs I thought would sound wonderful with violin and, of course, the, the vocals and accordion. And uh, in, my, in my, my group, my main group, I do have um, a rhythm guitar, guitarist, a drummer, a bassist, and an accordion player. So I always have them add their, their own flavor to, uh, to the songs. Um, sometimes they play similar to what I had previously recorded and they might you know, develop it a little bit in their own way, make it their own. Um, Actually, one of the songs I'm going to be playing a little bit later is The Great Giordini. I wrote that specifically for my accordion player. Uh, he's, a, he's a wonderful guy. Uh, so some of the musicians that are more local, I was able to have them here and record, like the violin, um, some of the percussion. But uh, obviously, the, the singer from France, he recorded at his own home studio. And uh, also the the uh, Dumbek player, he's from Iran, but he's living maybe a couple hours from here in Canada. And he recorded at his own studio. So they send me the tracks. I pop it into the recording software and, you know, fix things up a little bit, adjust the sounds. And before you know it, I have a, have a whole band. <laughs> or sound of the band. I'm, and people are so lucky who are watching us on Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, so they can see your studio. So everybody all around the world who will be listening on Monday to our show, again, Los Angeles, LA Talk Radio, um, please uh, tune in live at 6 p.m. till 7 p.m. Channel One. We'll be having almost 55 minutes of our interview. They cannot see your studio, but they also can uh, come and visit uh, my page on Accent On on Facebook and Instagram, Ilona Europa, and they can see you because we long artists so much right now. We want to have this contact with music, personal contact. Yeah, I say grateful for Zoom, but still the live concerts, this is something that nobody can take away from us. And hopefully they're coming back in Canada too. Yeah. Can you perform right now in Canada, even when COVID is around? Well, I, so, before COVID hit, I had a whole tour scheduled and that of course, unfortunately got all scrapped. And then it takes, takes a long time to rebuild that. Um, so this summer I have been doing some performances but they've been really more low key. Um, I, I usually play bigger festivals and performing arts centers, uh, but those were all shut down because they're indoor and other, otherwise they're, uh, the outdoor ones are, you know, there's, you can't really social distance at some of these festivals. 
but I'm hoping for next year that um, we'll return to what we what was normal before, not the new normal. You know, and we have your beautiful and new album. So I know the time is right in a way always. Somehow everything will work out. You have this amazing Bohemian Strings new album, number 11, 11th album. So it took you almost two years uh, to put this one uh, into our ears and hearts and hands. So, yeah. and I think, yeah, you're right. Everything will work, will work out and you will be touring and we'll be having you hopefully in London, in Los Angeles, uh, all around the world, wherever you want to. So we wish you so, so much good luck uh, with this release. I know people will be loving. I was listening like crazy all morning and in the middle of the day and I was listening and, you know, which one? Oh, maybe this one. And then I was like, wow, vocals, I love it. You know, to, <laughs> you know, it's just really beautiful. You are right. The, the sound of Gypsy King, a uh, little bit, uh, we miss this band so much. And, uh, you know, so I think, that gentleman who gave you voice vocals, uh, he really did a great job. So congratulations on that too. So I would love again to welcome everybody to our live concert. You know, not only we can hear you playing live for us, one of your songs from your album, but people on Facebook and Instagram, they can see you playing. So I am just in heaven. Hopefully everybody with me are just very excited. So do you think this is a good moment for us to just introduce uh, one of the songs that is called The Great Giordini. Absolutely. Or Giordini. Did I pronounce it right? You did. Yeah. His name is actually Jordan, Jordan Abraham. Uh, he's been with me in my group for definitely over 10 years, maybe, maybe even 13 years. And I always like to feature him uh, when we perform live in concert everybody just loves him because he's such a fantastic player and he's a real character on stage. So I tried to capture his, uh, you know, his, his nature in this song, which is really jovial and fun and energetic. Wonderful. So we will be listening uh, to this song and you playing live and for everybody uh, who listens or watches us, please, please be patient because in the end of our interview, we will be adding three more songs from your albums. And uh, if you can give me the titles, because I don't want to mess up, but is this Jacaranda? Yeah, Jacaranda, Hakaranda, yeah. Okay, and then In the Stillness of Love. And I want to know why it's so painful and beautiful title for this song must be something that you want to talk to us about. <laughs> oh boy, I have to come up with something. <laughs> Ooh, okay, okay, okay. And El Presidente. So we want to know why this song is called this way too. But all of that will be after in the end of our show. Uh, so we will be having little concert for us. And what a pleasure. We'll be listening this beautiful four songs from your new release, Bohemian Strings. But for right now, the great Giardini. Excellent.
I'm sure that you know so, so much. Oh my gosh, we want to dance. We want to just dance and see the sun. Oh, no sun everywhere. It's like cold somehow, somewhere. But yes, it's so beautiful. Your album is just amazing. And you know, I don't know what to tell you. We are, everybody's so lucky to have you here in the studio with us and playing live. And I'm hoping people will go and download your album and yeah, me too. Make so much money because we <laughs> want also make money of the music. Music is just so important part of your life. And I know you have like certain way you describe what is music for you. You are uh, living and breathing music for whole your life. So, mm -hmm. and you have very unusual also lifestyle. You know, it's something about yoga, something about peace, something about life ways that you would like probably tell us a little about so could you give us a little bit uh, information about your lifestyle outside of music because sure. other musicians are crazy and seems like you have all figured out you're in peace thank you yeah so i was pretty lucky that music came to me at a at quite a young age and I feel like for me, music was, became a meditation. I wouldn't say it was right from the start, but by the time I reached my teens, I mean, I was practicing at least eight hours every day. I just was obsessed with the guitar. I wouldn't even worry about schoolwork, homework. And I, I was so obsessed that I, I didn't really socialize very much. Um, you know, all my friends were going to parties and whatnot. And I was so dedicated on Friday nights, Saturday nights, I would still be home practicing. And I think when you dedicate your attention to something, whatever it might be, so much, um, you tend to have some kind of a, an epiphany. It's, it is like a meditation or at least a contemplation. And I remember, I don't know, maybe I was around 15. I had a, a, what I would call like a spiritual awakening almost through music. And my compositions really started to change after that they they were you know they were melodic before but i could only really record or excuse me uh, compose certain length of music then all of a sudden i was able to write very long pieces and i was very much interested interested in classical music so when when i'm talking about compose i'm, I'm actually talking about composing classical music and um, in my teens i was composing for classical guitar for piano for flute for violin string quartets. Nobody's ever played them, but I just had this desire 
to compose them. And I have them all handwritten. I've got a big stack of handwritten music that uh, hopefully one day somebody will hear. <laughs> and from there on, um, towards my later teens, I discovered actual spirituality in meditation. And I also started Kung Fu, which is actually a form of yoga. It has this certain breathing and certain movements. It's not all martial. There's also a spiritual aspect to Kung Fu. And by the time I was, I think I was around 24, I had what's known as a Kundalini awakening. And without getting too much detail, it was like this surge of internal energy filled my body. And I would call that my, my next breakthrough in consciousness. And from then on, my music also changed and went to another level. And composing has never been a difficult difficulty for me. It always came very, very naturally. Um, and as I said earlier, I have so much music that I don't know what to do with it. It'll, it I don't think I could possibly record it all in one lifetime. Uh, but I, it's not going to make me stop uh, composing. I, I love composing and I always will. So um, my, my lifestyle has always been sort of introverted, um, introspective. I've never been drunk. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. Um, my life is about meditation, spirituality, and in my own ways, serving humanity. I, I do teach yoga um, and I conduct yoga retreats. I've conducted them at my home in the Dominican Republic, throughout Canada and in Hawaii and in California as well. And that's, that's been my lifestyle, just really a, what I would call a, a dedication to service. I also, in 2000, I, I see and I read, so I want people to know if they want to visit your website. In 2006, you found the Divine Earth, yes? Mm -hmm. And divineearth.org. It's very important, as I would like to share this. It's a humanitarian organization promoting meditation, yoga, holistic living, and the healing power of music. So it's like beautiful, you know, circle of love to me. You represent all the best of music, you know, you ded dedicated your life to studying music from so young age. Yes, your first probably and the biggest love is a guitar, but also you needed the knowledge of classical music. You have a big view on what music is about. And then like you say, the came with him. So you needed to find the peace and understanding what is your role in the universe. And somehow for so, so many beautiful years, you are composing and living your truth. So somehow beautifully works for you. So I think whoever will listen to our show and they want to know a little bit about you, your music, your lifestyle and why you are who you are, why you are so positive and so wonderful, why your music is just giving so much love uh, to people for so, so many years, 11th album. So I think people will understand you even more. And maybe next time when you are in the towns, they will want to meet you personally. And so that will be the best, you know, buy tickets, go see uh, Johannes. So Johannes, I love you now. I want to also say about 2019, because 2019 was also a special year in a way, successful year for you. You released a single Chris, in the Christmas time. Right, right. Yeah. I, of course, I went to your website. I study everything. I wanted to, you know, listen and, and know more what was happening through the all years that I didn't see you. But that was a very interesting release. So even when you say from 2017, there was your last album, 2021, you released, but you had amazing, amazing success. So could you tell us a little bit about this single? Why did you decide to do Christmas music? Whoa. And why you got so successful in this with this release? Yeah. Well, you know, Christmas music is always so much fun. And it, I think it has a way of just bringing people together. Um, I don't even know how this song came to be. You know, a lot of my music, I don't know how, I, I have no idea how it arrives to me. It's, it's almost like it's already pre-written and it just comes out and I can't help it. So um, I have written Christmas music in the past. Um, I never really did anything with it though. But this one, I thought it's, it's more in line with what people know me for, the, the sort of tropical sound. Um, 
Well, that's why it's called tropical Christmas. I know, how cool. You know? <laughs> yeah, most people want to, when it's cold, want to go to tropic and have some sun, but still they want to have a Christmas and yeah. you give them both. Yeah, so that's always been my sentiment because I, as I mentioned, I really love the tropics and uh, I just love tropical Christmases. So this song just appeared to me and um, I recorded it and it, it became very, very popular on, uh, on a lot of the different charts, um, charting up there with a lot of big artists that people would know. And uh, it did really well. And I recorded a, also made a video for it in the Dominican. And I think that's on my, my YouTube channel. You can probably find it there. I'm wearing a little Christmas hat, little uh, Santa hat. And yeah, it was just a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun doing that. Oh, yeah, wonderful artists. And of course, you don't want to uh, give us names, but I will read for people that are really important. I think part of it, of your success, that in December 2019, Johannes' holiday song, Tropical Christmas, be, became a verified hit on US radio, charting as number one for two weeks as most added song on the top 40 New Music Weekly chart and number one most increased song, putting him ahead of artists like Tyler Swift, Maroon 5, and Justin Bieber. So you know what? Amazing, I will say amazing and congratulations. And I will say, you better give us another oh, beautiful Christmas album. I really think you owe this to people. I'll, you need I'll to. do my best, I'll do my best. <laughs> okay, <laughs> wonderful. So now um, moving forward, I promised people uh, three more songs uh, on the album. So we need to put this into a time for our show. And I think you gave me one link to video, so I'm hoping uh, there will be also music that people can listen all, all around the world. So we will have four songs in the end of the show. So Natasha, my producer, uh, Natasha Miraya is showing me that we have five more minutes to finish our talking part of the interview. So I'm already nervous. Uh, <laughs> if we can talk about your past albums, yeah, which one you can pick from us and say, that was another awakening. There was something very special about this. This was something that changed my life for different direction. Or they all were just smooth progression, how your life went. Uh, you know, I guess I would say that every album would be a reflection of my emotions and consciousness and things perhaps that I was experiencing at that time. Um, but I think the overall theme in, in all my albums is is happiness. Um, I'm, I'm so blessed that I get emails from people and messages from people saying how my music has helped them through difficult times, people with cancer, um, people who have lost a loved one. I get such wonderful heartfelt emails from people just saying how much my music really helped them. And you know that's that really really means a lot to me because that is honestly the the purpose of, of what I do. I could just stay at home and record, but I love to have my music out there and I like to have a, a positive message, even though it's instrumental, I think that positive message still comes out. And of course, in my concerts, our concerts are always very lively and up-tempo and people get up and dance and it, it just puts people in a, in a much more elevated state. And I, I agree with this 100%. And I agree also what you wrote on your Facebook uh, because you gave statement and I, for whoever, if people don't have time and they just don't go about to read so deeply about you and your philosophy and, you know, so I want to read this because the words are really important, I think, especially in our interview. So you state that I use music as a way to express what words cannot say. Every note contains a part of me and all the love, joy, hope, and compassion in my heart. I believe that music has the power to uplift humanity. I see it all the time at every one of my concerts. To be able to bring happiness to so many people is a true blessing. So beautifully said, and again, calmly and nicely, and again, it represents you so, so nicely. Thank you for this beautiful music and thank you for beautiful words. So if people want to find you, I'm giving um, all your links that you gave it to me on a Facebook page and also in archives, uh, accent on 
show on LA Talk Radio. Everybody who wants to just uh, listen and our show over and over and over because they can download the show, they can listen anytime when they want. They also will see links uh, to uh, your promotional links. But the one, if you would like us to have one that you can connect with your fans, which one would be the best? Well, the easiest one would be guitar-guru.com. Guitar-guru.com. Okay. That, that goes we to my, also, my website. That's wonderful. So, and I think, I just don't want to say goodbye to you. And I, I, it's so much stuff that I want to talk about you. I know that a lot of big companies that want you to endorse their project, the guitars. Could you tell us a little bit, you know, the best endorsements? Yeah, one of my main ones is Yamaha guitars. Um, to be honest, I've been playing guitar, playing the Yamaha guitars uh, since about, I think my first one was when I was maybe about 12. It was actually my mom's guitar, but I was, uh -huh. I was playing it as well. Uh, it was an acoustic guitar. Then I got a Yamaha classical when I was 15 for my birthday. And I've been playing them pretty much ever since. Um, so I'm very honored that, they, that they're supporting me and I'm supporting them. I'm also endorsed by um, D'Addario Guitar Strings. Yes. So those are the, the, the two main world. companies I work with, yeah. So you are doing very, very well. For right now, Johannes, I'm hoping that people had amazing time listening I to you so too. in life. <laughs> and they will be listening to your music in the end of our show. We have the website, we have all links that people can go and say hi to you and purchase your music. We wish you the biggest luck with this release. Thank you. I'm thinking you don't need so much push because this is a so special album. Four years, people were waiting for new music from you, so they know it's coming. And it's only a month and a half or two months from uh, the, when you release the album. So it's all life in front of you and us to enjoy your music and your 10 past albums, which they're amazing too. Thank you. Johannes. I love you for today so, so much. And again, I love you for always. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Today we're talking to Johannes Elinstedt. And thank you so much for today. Please, please, people, tune in to all albums of Johannes and especially uh, go to his website and just be friend. Yeah, please do. I'm a very friendly guy. Everybody's welcome. <laughs> thank you so much for today. Bye-bye. Thank you. Blessings.
You're listening to Accent On with Alona Europa, right here on LA Talk Radio.